We looked at all the areas of my life and kind of gave them a score to see like, am I happy in other areas besides my relationship? And I really, really wasn't, you know? So it was like, I was blaming everything on the relationship, but actually so many things were not going well. And I was kind of relying on the results in my business to make me happy. And whenever that was not happening, like whenever I had a shitty launch, oh my God, it, my nervous system would just like really crash. Welcome to Deep Within. On this show, we dive deep into the nervous system, emotional healing, and transformation from within the body. When I started my personal development journey, it was all in the mind, doing affirmations, visualizations, listening to endless motivational videos. And I found that this approach without actually getting my body on board only left me in deeper shame and distress. So this is actually how I discovered somatic body-based healing. My name is Marina Yanai Triner, and I am the Compassionate Somatic Coach. I'm gentle, sensitive, and I love deep conversations. I'm so, so, so excited and so glad you're here so we can feel like we're together in our own little bubble of deep talks. I remember years ago, I watched this video of this woman who said she was completely burnt out and she had to change her whole life. She had to quit her job. She had to literally rest for like a year or two. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's not me. Well, hmm. I am making this episode because that might be your thoughts when you look at other healers and practitioners and you think, no, 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 that's never going to be me. I'm managing my time really well. Like everything's great in my business, the way that I'm running it and I'm resting plenty, but you might be totally disillusioning yourself. So I want to talk about the last something like three years of my business. I have had businesses for the last eight years. So I'm also going to refer to kind of the general journey and what I've learned and how to actually create a business that is attuned and aligned to your nervous system. And the reason that I wanted to create this podcast is because I see so many people in the business world preaching to push yourself and hustle and, and even though there's a very beautiful movement against the hustle culture and mentality, I really think that it's still the dominant vibe. So I really want to talk about this and I want to talk about practically, you know, what happened to me in my business and how I encountered burnout and what are the signs and how I am creating a very different model of business that actually requires a lot of faith and trust and a belief that we can do things differently and still get amazing results, which is really not easy, especially when the world around us is doing things in a very crazy way, in my opinion. So this episode is brought to you by BodySense, and BodySense is the most amazing program that Anna and I created, Anna the Anxiety Coach. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I interviewed Anna and we had a really wonderful conversation. Feel free to go back there and listen in, and BodySense is a live three-month 
incredible program for healers and practitioners where we not only train you in somatics and give you the information and the nervous system science and all about emotions and healing, we also take you through a process of your own. And in that process, you get to redesign your business, you get to redesign your life, you get to work through triggers and really take a very in-depth inventory and look at how you're running the show called Your Life. Now, if you don't have a business, you can still enroll in Body Sense. Um, you'll learn so much and you'll really experience very freaking profound transformation. And this is the second round that we are running this amazing program. The registration closes on the 21st of December, 2023. And I'm so excited for the second round to integrate all the lessons that we've learned from our incredible 15 practitioners from last round. And this is a program I'm so incredibly proud of. I enjoy every moment of it and I cannot wait for the next round. So now let's discuss what it means to be in attunement with your nervous system as a healer and as a practitioner. So when I started out in business, I would listen a lot to the Gary V's of the world. Now, I don't want to talk shit about Gary V. He's a fellow Ukrainian Jew, and I know that the way he does things like really works for him, obviously. Um, he's created an empire. So I just want to share my own experience around it and how this mentality has impacted me. And I have to say, Gary Vee is not at fault here for how I run my business. I come from a family of hustling. Uh, my father is also an entrepreneur and he became an entrepreneur later in life. But before that, he really worked his ass off to get our family to where it got um, we are from Ukraine. Then we moved to Israel. When we moved to Israel, my family did not speak Hebrew. They had to literally like go to school and study without even knowing the language, which is bananas. My dad got his master's there. And then we moved to the U.S. and he found a job and he got a visa. And we eventually got citizenship. And my dad did his business master's in the U.S. So he's worked his ass off. And my family has always raised me on this basis of like, you have to work really, really, really hard, especially as a minority, especially as a Jewish person, to get somewhere in life. And then even when we moved to Israel, we were still a minority in Israel. And then when we moved to the U.S., we were a minority in the U.S. So we always experienced being a minority and what that actually feels like. So I believe that a lot of the hustle mentality comes from that space. And I found it really inspiring, you know, when I would listen to people like Gary Vee and other people on YouTube that were talking all about like, push yourself, work really, really hard. It's not time for partying. You're starting a business, like all of these kinds of messages. I found it really inspiring, especially because when I think about it now, my nervous system back then was completely in freeze mode. It was overwhelmed. It was shut down. And so when I would listen to these things on YouTube and I would start like every day back like eight, seven years ago, listening to these motivational speeches on YouTube. And they would just give me a little bit of mobilization to my nervous system and kind of encourage me to take some action. So I'm not saying it's all bad. But what I do want to share with you is the long term impact of this. 
So I remember having, I think the most I've ever had was five clients at a time. So I was quite aware that the work I do is really, really deep and that if I work with a lot of clients, they just wouldn't get results and I would get burnt out immediately. And, you know, five is still a lot. Like, I don't know how therapists do it. I know therapists work in a very different way, but it's a lot. So the first year that I sort of transitioned into uh, somatic coaching specifically, I had a nutrition coaching business before that pretty quickly because I was so in alignment with my gifts and what I bring to the world, I started making good money. And that was really cool. And like the first year as a somatic coach, I just felt really excited. I was really happy. Um, I was doing, you know, a few things like I was doing one on one. I was doing groups and I was doing courses, but I wasn't really spreading myself too thin. Um, it was going really well. I was really forging my path in this industry. I was taking a lot of courses to study more, to gain even more knowledge. I was working with amazing clients. Like it was beautiful. And then the next year or the next, I guess, phase, maybe let's not talk in years because I don't remember exactly, but kind of like the next phase of things was when I realized, okay, I'm making enough money to where I can support my family. And I actually told Tomer to quit his job. Now, I told him to quit his job when I was making only like 6K a month or something like that. So living in San Diego, you guys, that is not enough to really make it. Um, and so I kind of took a chance, but I had this like very deep faith that things are going really well and they're only going to expand. And that's actually what happened. So I started doing better and better and better. I raised my prices. I had amazing clients. My online courses sold really, really well. Like it was all very beautiful and exciting and I just couldn't even believe it. And that's when we were like, okay, we're going to move to Costa Rica because we can actually work remote. Um, and and Tome was creating our Soma Share business. In case you don't know, we have a business together called Soma Share. It's an app. And as we moved to Costa Rica, a few things happened. One thing that happened was a very strong and intense trauma response that got kicked up in my system. And also, I would say, in Tome's system. Uh, moving is hard. Moving is exhausting. It's hard. And it's a change in the human body. So of course, like shit's going to come up for everyone involved. Um, so we had a really hard time as a couple. We were fighting so much. Like I'm talking every single day to the point where like, you know, in the past we would fight, but then at least like on the weekend when we had really beautiful one-on-one -on -one time, we had fun. At this point, I felt like our relationship was actually not fun anymore. This is why I'm interviewing so many amazing relationship experts on my podcast because it was such a challenge for me. And I really hope that this content will help you. I know this content will help you because I'm interviewing such incredible people and people that I actually also turned to for support at that time because it really honestly felt like we were going to get divorced. Like, truly, I saw it as an option. It was extremely challenging. And so one of the things that happened is that I sort of went full on into my business to ignore and avoid 
dealing with that pain of things being so difficult in my relationship. So I kind of felt the sense of high and addiction from my business. But the problem is when you feel a high from your business, it's usually when things are going well. And so you become really dependent on things going well. When you're not making as much money, when your launch is not going as well, when you don't have as many clients, when you have like certain expectations and then they don't get fulfilled it's so challenging like it's much more challenging than if your business is just one of the good things in your life you know you have other avenues to receive happiness from and look I really believe that it's okay and it's normal that your business and other external things like your relationships your friendships food like all these things bring us joy and of course we also have internal joy but external things do bring us joy and the problem is when we actually only depend on one area of life to go well right because that's never going to happen so actually when I worked with Natalie Kennedy who I'm going to have on this podcast she's freaking amazing when I worked with her we looked at all the areas of my life and kind of gave them a score to see like am I happy in other areas besides my relationship and I really really wasn't you know so it was like I was blaming everything on the relationship but actually so many things were not going well and I was kind of relying on the results in my business to make me happy and whenever that was not happening like whenever I had a shitty launch oh my god it, my nervous system would just like really crash true it wouldn't crash for as long as it used to in the past but it would still crash the other thing that happened is I felt immense pressure to make money immense pressure because I was funding our life together and I was funding our new business which for those of you who have a business you know when you start a business it is like a baby you feel like it's a baby you expand a lot of energy towards that business and it's so much work it's just so much and so it was a lot so I went into this trauma response and how I know now is I took inventory of all of the new things and new projects that I started that year like this past year basically and it was like 17 I'm not joking and I am including like also personal projects and stuff but still like starting that many new things including hiring team members including different programs that I taught like holy crap you know that's way too much you're spreading yourself so thin and you're really not getting in depth into like anything you're doing um so looking at that I was like wow I went into a fight or flight nervous system response of doing 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 now I was judging myself so hard because when we lived in San Diego and importantly like you need to look at the context of your life to really understand how you're functioning in your business because the context of my life in San Diego was one my parents were near me and so somewhere in my nervous system it was like okay my parents are here they're not gonna let anything bad happen to me I can always ask them for money if I really really need to like I don't want to but I could and it's okay right and then Tama had a full-time job you know so 
of course, my nervous system was already like a lot more peaceful. Now, a big thing I want to share, and I actually want to make a separate podcast on this, is the topic of over-responsibility. Because if you are an overly responsible person, meaning you feel responsible for other people's emotions, and you also take on responsibility, like even in partnership, way too much. Like you feel like everything is on your shoulders. You feel like you need to heal your parents, your grandparents. Generational healing is on your shoulders, like all this stuff. It's really easy for you to go into a trauma response like this, especially when you say, okay, now, you know, the financial responsibilities on me or whatever part of life you kind of take it on pretty easy for you to go into a trauma response and being that money is a huge trigger of mine as you all know I've made several episodes on this it was a lot I immediately went into this over responsible mode and so my nervous system immediately went into overdrive it's like the baseline of my nervous system changed from being, you know, less activated to more activated. And that was the baseline. And getting it down became much harder, you know? So that was extremely, extremely challenging. And, you know, when I look at my life in San Diego and how I functioned in my business, it was very, very structured. And I don't know if you were ever like into YouTube and watching like YouTube videos about day in the life or something, but I love watching that stuff. And I would watch a lot of that stuff, especially for entrepreneurs, because, you know, even though my dad is an entrepreneur now, he wasn't growing up. So I didn't really have an example of like, well, how, how do I manage my time? Like, what's right? What's wrong? How many hours should I work? And while watching these videos, the idea that got into my head is that I'm supposed to literally fill every second of my day with work. I remember I even experimented one month where I literally worked every single day, every single day for a month. And I remember by the end of the month, I was like, I hate my business. <laughs> you know, it was actually back in my nutrition days, but I was still like, I freaking hate my business. So in my head, back in San Diego, if you are a good entrepreneur, you wake up, you get out of bed, you brush your teeth, you do your workout, you have your breakfast, and then you immediately start your day, and then you work like eight, ten hours minimum, and then you go to bed. You know, it's like very militant, uh, very structured. And I'm bringing a lot of trauma history of mine into this conversation because I want you to know that if you have a similar trauma history which you likely do if you're listening to this I tend to attract similar people to me and that is if you are a healer and a practitioner you always attract similar people to you into your community that's very normal you probably can relate I grew up as a child with very dysregulated family members, like my, my whole family, even my extended family. And I always felt deep down that if I am good, if only I am really, really good, they will be regulated. Of course, I didn't use those terms, of course. But deep inside, I really felt that way. And that's why to me, like doing, doing, doing is like being good. You know, it's accomplishing a lot because as a child, I really learned that 
being a good kid means you're doing a lot. You're getting good grades. You're working your ass off. You're showing that to your family and they're really like, okay, cool. You're, you're good. And I don't have to worry about you. And so that is the lesson that I learned as a child and brought into my business. Now, I want to say, if you're an entrepreneur and I don't know, you're like a real estate agent. I don't know. I'm just making this up. Don't really listen to me. But like certain entrepreneurs, this works for, you know, I don't know, programmers, like a lot of programmers. I know they it's like really time intensive work and you have to be on the computer and you have to work like 10 hours a day, especially if you're creating something and you're launching into the world. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm sure that at certain times, at certain moments, you need to get into that grind mentality. For instance, when I create online courses, I totally get into that zone. Like I make my outline of my online course and then when I'm recording, it's many, many hours a day. But that lasts like, I don't know, a week, two weeks max. And it's very, very different than serving human beings and clients to the level of depth that a lot of healers serve them. Okay, so my work is with trauma. My work is on the somatic level. And I truly believe there's nothing deeper than this kind of work. This podcast is called Deep Within because I truly love deep work, right? I love it. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't make me tired. You know, when you're doing one-on-one coaching or even groups, your attention is extremely focused on the person in front of you. And for me, even if there's a freaking earthquake, like I'm not even going to notice because I'm so focused on the person in front of me. And so the level of energy, the level of presence, the level of attention that my work requires of me when I am serving human beings is really, really high. And I am naturally gifted at this work, but still that doesn't mean it's not exhausting, right? That it doesn't take energy. And so when you're in this healing modality, when you're a practitioner, when you're dealing with people's emotions, you have to take into account that you're not like most entrepreneurs. You're just not. You might be a therapist, you might be a healer and and working with energy, working with emotions. Like your day cannot look like a grind (laughs) because you are going to burn yourself out so, so bad and you're just not going to be able to focus anymore. So I kind of felt sort of a sense of shame as we moved to Costa Rica. And I started noticing that my capacity is like going down and down and down. And I really, I just can't, I can't go at that same pace from how I used to work out. I cannot work out at that same pace. I cannot, you know, just stuff my day with things in the same pace. And at the same time, again, I went into this trauma response of, doing so much in my business, like just trying things and seeing kind of what sticks. And, you know, I want to talk big picture with you because I think it's a great idea to expand your business. I think it's a great idea to try new things, to create new programs, and even try new modalities and ways of working. And what I mean by that is, let's say you start out and you're only doing one-on-one, 
or you're only doing courses and you get really, really good at that and you know how to do it and you know how to make money doing it and all of that. Cool. Now it's time to add one or two new things in the next year. Not 17. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's funny because, of course, Tomeo, my partner, was like, dude, you're doing way too much. Like maybe just do one more new thing, but you're like really spreading yourself thin. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's great. Like, it's all great, blah, blah, blah. I had it in my head that I want to stop doing one-on-one and I only want to do groups. And I have to frantically do a million groups and a million, like I started this podcast last year. I hired a $33,000 mentor last year. I hired a bookkeeper. I expanded my work with my VA. Like I did, I started a community called HeartSpace. So much stuff happened in 2023. And another thing that happened is I remember in the beginning of the year, it feels like it was yesterday, but also like a really long time ago. You know that feeling? I remember several people said to me, in my presence, which was such a mistake. Because if I hear that, I cannot block that shit out. Like it just gets into my system. So several people said, this year, people are scared to spend money. And that's not even true. Like, who said that's true, right? Like somebody said that they think that, but that is not the truth necessarily. But I knew, I just knew that I'm not in a space to be able to put boundaries around that and to say like, no, no, that's not necessarily true. Maybe it's their truth. And it got into my system. It got into my consciousness and my awareness. And it triggered that trauma response even more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm so curious as you're hearing this, if you can relate and if you've had that experience where you're just like you're not even aware of how crazy you're becoming then you look back and you're like wow 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 I went so fast you know so let's talk about what I've learned from these experiences and how I'm changing my business and my structures so There's always the inner work and the outer work. And that's really how I see things. Like you want to set up your business and your systems in a way that is really in alignment with how you want your life to look like because your business is such a big part of your life, right? And if you create a business where you have to work like 60, 80 hours a week and you don't enjoy that, you know, that's a problem, (laughs) Um, So there is the inner work of looking at it and really examining inside of yourself why you're creating things the way that you are. What is your sort of natural impulse of being in the world? And is that actually conducive to your health and your nervous system or is it going against it? So for that part, you know, what I've realized is again, that story of, you know, when I was two years old and we moved to Israel, I remember that feeling, first of all, yelling, I want to go home, I want to go home, I want to go home. I don't actually remember this. You know, my family shared it with me. I was two. But I do remember the feeling then and like growing up that I'm in charge of my family's well-being, that they don't have their shit together emotionally and that they lean into me and I have no one to lean into. And as I 
love parts work and it's a modality I use quite a lot with my clients and with myself and I'll be teaching of course in body sense I realized there was this part of me that's like this little girl and she's looking around and she's like frantically looking around and just searching for one person who can hold her and let her know everything's okay and there's nobody there so what is she doing she's doing 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 non-stop doing performing and trying to be really really good by accomplishing a lot so that maybe there will be someone there who will say everything's okay everything's under control we have we've got this you know like we're good and that is the part of me that can get really activated so my inner work is actually really nurturing that part and helping that part feel that we are safe we don't have to be frantic and when I notice that part getting activated because it's not about getting rid of parts it's about noticing that they're starting to get activated and triggered for whatever reason I have a process of communing and communicating with this part and helping her feel more safe so that she doesn't take over. So again, that is something I teach all my clients as well as in body sense. So that is the inner work and it's very important. And I honestly find that it's the most important thing because the outer stuff like the systems and the way you set up your business will become pretty effortless once you're very clear inside of you about your nervous system, okay? Because let's say you're very clear on the fact that you're burnt out and exhausted, but you haven't really tended to the real deep reason why to the part of you that is constantly getting activated and creating this burnout because you're creating it nobody's forcing you to get burnt out what's going to happen is you will have so much resistance towards working less you will have so much resistance towards resting you will have so much resistance towards setting up your business in a way that is really conducive to you resting Okay, so it's really crucial that you do the inner very deep somatic work, somatic and parts and inner child and all of these types of modalities so that this part of you that is really activated and really wanting to do and do and do does not take over. So now let's talk a bit about the systems. One of the things that happened this year is my amazing assistant, she was like, you're not giving me any work. And I was like, oh, and that actually was, you know, it, it was very innocent because, you know, I, I've never worked within a system before. So it was a new experience that I had to learn. And I didn't really realize what she can do and how much work I can give her. So I, I was so grateful that she said that because I completely changed the way that I do business at that from that moment. And now, like, every time I have a task, I ask myself first, can my assistant do this? And if the answer is yes, it goes off to her. So my goal within my business is to work a maximum of four hours a day. And in those four hours, I want to be in my zone of genius. And what that means is I want to be coaching. I want to be teaching. I want to be writing, recording podcasts, like all the reasons that I started my business. Now, if you're starting right now, like if you're listening to this and you're literally just starting your business, you might not be at that place. You might not have an assistant yet. And that's okay. You might be doing 
more work that is sort of like admin and stuff like that. And that is really, really okay as long as you're not doing it frantically and you're not burning yourself out doing it. You're taking it step step by step. You're learning all the systems. It's actually great because I learned pretty much all the things and then now like I know what I need and what that should look like. I just don't do it anymore. So it's really wonderful to really look through like all the tasks that you have, really make a list and see the tasks that you are really good at and that you love doing and really make it a priority that most of your time is spent on that and that other people do the rest, okay? So that's one big thing. Another thing is that I don't see my day anymore as I have to frantically go through it and I have like I'm good if I work like eight to ten hours hell no you know I'm serving people on the deepest levels and my priority is to be amazing at that and to provide an exquisite service so what that means is I want to share what my day looks like that always changes but I'm really working on creating a sense of spaciousness and experience expansion in my day because when I think about a business that is really successful I feel expansiveness that is kind of my number one favorite feeling in the world that I always want to feel and so in my mind if I make a lot of money if I have amazing clients if everything aligns then I'm going to feel this feeling and so it's like what can I do now to feel it So I try to align all my daily activities in a way that I would feel it. So, okay, one of the things is I take a day a week, at least a day, to not work and sort of look at my business from the outside. And I like to go to the beach here. It's an hour and a half drive. I call it my CEO day, but I can also go somewhere else. I just like to go somewhere and not be at home. But of course, you can do it from home if that feels good to you. But to me, like I love driving and I love going to like a new scenery and a new vibe that feels really nice. And from there, I can really take a bird's eye view on my business and to really look at my patterns, examine how I'm doing, like really sit with things that are coming up for me. It's like a really nice also spiritual day. So I really like doing that and it feels so nourishing to me. It feels really expansive to me. So that's one thing. Sometimes it's half a day, sometimes it's a full day. In the morning, I take things really slow And I wake up, I meditate, I work out. I really changed my workouts to be slower. Like instead of really intense weightlifting, I've switched it up to Pilates. Feels so good while I'm doing it and afterwards. And I still struggle with my relationship with my phone. I'm not going to lie. So that is still something I'm working on, but it's getting better and better. And so I have a really slow morning, like I start working around 10 in the morning and then I really tend to the most important tasks. A lot of the time I will just, you know, manage the things that my assistant is sending me. So one of the very clear instructions that I gave my assistant early on, I was like, I want you to manage me. I manage so much in my business. I want you to tell me what to do. And she's so good at that. So, of course, I give her tasks and we work together in Asana, but she also gives me tasks, you know. So that is kind of a big thing I do. And then, of course, I have 
coaching and podcasting and guest podcasting and all these cool, fun things on my schedule as well. And I really try to work no more than four hours. And it's funny because in the past, I would give myself a gold star the more I worked. And now it's the opposite. Another thing I've implemented that is really helpful to my nervous system is yoga nidra in the middle of the day. So if you're not familiar with yoga nidra, it's an amazing um, kind of, I'd say meditation modality. It's not, you're not really doing yoga poses. You're laying down in Shavasana and you're listening to kind of a body scan, but it's just really, really amazing. So if you type that into YouTube, you'll find lots of amazing resources. And we also have some really great ones on our app on SomaShare. Um, so check that out. So I do that in the middle of the day. I lay on my uh, prana mat. I'm going to link it in the show notes. And I'll also link my favorite yoga nidra too. So you guys can check that out too. Um, I lay on my prana mat. It's kind of like an acupuncture mat. It's so amazing. It calms me down so, 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 so much. And I would put on yoga nidra and eye mask for like 30 minutes. It really grounds my nervous system. And I know that I need that grind, grounding, grinding. See, <laughs> they're almost the same thing. Now, side note, I don't think I've said this. Think about when you're functioning in your business from a nervous system like what I'm describing versus a nervous system that is always on alert, that is always under threat, that is searching for where the next threat is going to come from. Oh my God, it's not going to be very successful. Like maybe you'll accomplish some stuff, but most likely doors will close, like things will just not work out because your nervous system is sending a message out into the world that something's not safe. And who wants to be around that, you know? So that's why I've implemented all these beautiful things. And the last thing is at the end of my workday, instead of like closing my computer and like immediately going to connect with my partner and having dinner and blah, 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 I meditate. Even for just five minutes, I meditate on my balcony. Sometimes I stretch because I just love stretching so much. Sometimes I'll stretch and like watch the sunset in quiet and peace. And then I'll go into my day. So these are some of my external tips for you to, to give them a try. I mean, they've just been so, so, so amazing for just shifting my nervous system and creating a day in my life that is more in alignment with my nervous system. Um, if you have more ideas of the way you do things, I really want to hear from you. So please let me know either on Instagram or you can also comment here. I think there's a little poll thing that you can fill out on the podcast. I would really love to hear from you what kinds of things you implement in your day and in your business to ground your nervous system. And of course, of course, of course, I love using our SomaShare app. It's an app for trauma-informed audio practices, and I use it all the time, whether for a breath practice or really anything to ground me. Um, I know that people love doing it in the morning and at night, but during the day, it's even more powerful, in my opinion, because that's when we are we can get swept away, right? We can get swept away in the flow of work and we can totally, totally forget that we need to be grounded in order to be successful. We need to be grounded in order to be successful. So that is my share for today. Don't forget to check out Body Sense. 
if you are a practitioner, if you are just a human on a healing journey, this is an incredible three-month program where you'll get tools and practices and you also walk through a path of healing. And we throw in some really great business masterminding in there too. So it's just such an amazing program. I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited about it. The registration closes on December 21st, 2023. We would love, love, love to have you. If you have any questions at all, always feel free to reach out. Big hugs and have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. If you liked it, please make sure to leave me a review so that more beautiful humans can get to this podcast and subscribe to the show. And please do share it with a friend who would benefit. And I always love to hear from all of you on Instagram. So visit me there at marina.y.t. I share really awesome content and would love to hear your comments about the episodes. Until next time, I love you so much and I appreciate you. Have the most beautiful day.